Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Singapore Homebrew on Money FM 89.3. Joining us in the studio now is Darren Tarn, the head yep. of Meta at Mighty Jacks and the project lead of the fantastic Stranger Things, The Encounter, which is an exhibition all about the TV show, yeah. currently on at Boogies Plus Level 2. Daryl, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. Now, I did the exhibition with my daughter. We both loved it. I mean, it's up to you how much you want to give away, but give mm. us an overview of what Stranger Things, The Encounter, is all about. Yeah, Neil, I think you mentioned about, you know, stepping into an 80s shopping mall. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I think that's something that we're trying to do, right? But kind of on a broader scale in terms of bringing the Stranger Things world into Singapore. Mm. Um, so prior to this, you know, I think fans of Stranger Things can actually see some of these things, but these have been kind of, kind of confined to you know, the US, Europe. So we brought this to Singapore. Mm. Um, and I think what we've, we've done is we've brought iconic set pieces. Um, you know, so if, if you're a fan of Stranger Things or you're a fan of retro or horror, this is going to be a, a something that you cannot miss. And I'm oh. just curious, what was it that made you and the team at uh, Mighty Jacks decide to bring Stranger Things here? What was it about the appeal of the show that you thought this is the exhibition to have in Singapore? Yeah, so I mean, a couple of things, right? Stranger Things, as you mentioned, it's it's one of those shows that um, speaks to you know both the young as well as the um, you know as, as well as the mature uh, crowd. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things that you know if, if you've watched Karate Kid or you've watched um, you know any of these uh, you know ET and and you remember about the bicycles, it's it, it, there's a lot of callback to that. But mm. at the same time, it's something that was filmed in you know it was filmed and the season one came out in in 2018, right? So you know I think you do have younger generations that are looking forward to it as well. Um, and and you know I think it's one of those things that we're, we're fans as well. Right? I'm a huge yeah. fan of, mm. of the franchise. Right. Um, so so when we started doing the 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 encounter, actually it started off more as a digital collectible, a physical mm. collectible that we did oh, right. with Netflix, right? So it's kind of you know one of the things that Mighty Jacks is famous for is basically um, you know this this collectibles that you can actually collect, right? <laughs> um, and and what we've done is uh, you know we apply our, our style stylization to it, so it's a really cutesy style to something that's more 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 or less more on the horror side of things. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of what it started at. But we really wanted to kind of create an end-to-end um, experience for our fans, right? So so that's where kind of the experience came in. So, you know, in some cases, we have fans that have bought some of our collectibles and now they're coming for the, the encounter. We've also had people, the reverse, they came for the encounter and then now they're actually buying into wow. some of our collectibles as well. Um, and, and I think that's that's kind of what, what we're going after, right? You don't actually buy something. You're, you're not buying the collectible because of the collectible itself. It's actually more than that. It's actually yeah. what it represents, right? Your, your support for the franchise. Yeah. Any plans to move into the, the, I suppose, a bit more into the digital space? Like, uh, what is that? Um, oh, it slipped my mind. Um, NFTs. Yeah, so, you know, the digital collectible space yeah. is something that that, that Mighty Jacks has delved into as well. Right? So actually, yeah. the, the division that I'm part of is Meta. We actually mm. explore all things that's kind of frontier in the in the collectible space, right? Okay. So NFTs, you know, non-fungible tokens, yeah. um, that's actually one aspect of it. We also look at, like, Metaverse. So for us, these are all, um, you know, these are wrappers, right? Yeah. So when you're buying a digital collectible or a mm. physical collectible or you're, ex- you're exploring the metaverse, these are all ways that, you know, we can reach fans and we can actually yeah. um, have fans do things that they want to actually do. Yeah. yeah. And the Stranger Things, the Encounter exhibition, it is a bit of an interactive thing, isn't it? Mm. I mean, I, I don't know how much you want to give away. 
but there are digital, you tap certain things and get mm. certain responses. So how did you, with your team, decide this goes in, that goes in? What was your decision-making process on this exhibition? Yeah, so I think there's two parts what you're, you're mentioning, right, Neil? So the first part is, like, what are the iconic scenes that we want to actually yeah. incorporate into? Uh, and they're very set, good. Right? The ones you recreated <laughs> are very good. We, we, there, there was a lot of effort. You know, it was, um, you know, it was the, the creative team. It was the... Um, it was a lot of collaboration with Netflix as well to, to decide which were, the, which were the rooms that will actually um, make it into the set, right? Mm. Um, so I think that's, that's one portion of things. You know, obviously, we were looking at iconic scenes from both season one all the way through season four. So you know, it, we, we wanted to make sure that you know, whether you're a casual fan that maybe watched only season one or two or you're a hardcore fan that has rewatched this like four or five times all the way through to season four, you know, there's something for, for everyone, right? Yeah. The second part that I think Neil mentioned a little bit is on the ticketing aspect, right? So I okay. think that's one of the things that we were, in a sense, experimenting with 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 uh, Stranger Things: The Encounter. Okay. If you think about a ticket right now, you know whether it's a concert or a conference that you go to, a ticket is only something that, you know, you go into a place and then that's about it, right? Yeah. There really isn't too much things that you think about with yeah. the ticket. But what we wanted to do was like, what if we reimagine a ticket as? how a fan would want it. You know, a fan of Stranger Things would actually be thinking about, you know, the iconic places from Stranger Things. They would be thinking about iconic things from Stranger Things. So these were things that we've incorporated into the ticket. And obviously, I think Neil alluded to like that whole, um, you know, the interactive uh, layer, right, that we have. And that's something that we, we want fans to go in, interact with, uh, you know, the set pieces and then come up with something that's uniquely there. So, so mm. that's kind of what, what we've done. Well, I'm not giving anything away, but mm. it's all very good. But the last room, yeah. the last scene, mm. my daughter is in the studio, she's nodding, <laughs> was fabulous. And all I'll say is the audio and the visuals coming together works fabulously well. Yeah. Um, was that always going to be the iconic finale for this exhibition? I'm guessing it was. You thought that has to be it. To be honest, like we, we went through like different renditions, right? Mm. We, we felt that was the most impactful yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, ending scene. We, the, the other scene that we kind of toyed with a little bit was Snowball Prom. So that was, that was, that was a potential could be um, the finale scene for, for, for the encounter. But I think at the end of the day, like we're very happy with with how it turned out. I think a lot of time and effort, uh, especially with, with Henry, who's the creative director of Mighty Jacks, like he spent a lot of time fine-tuning the effects, the sounds, the sequencing, because to your point, like it, it has to flow seamlessly, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, I think he spent like countless nights. Um, I think he's there till like 2, 3 a.m., uh, you know, in the lead up of the, of the, of the encounter. But, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, like what matters is fans like yourself, like your daughter, they go there and they're like, they're blown away by it. And, and I think that, that, that what's, that's what gives us the satisfaction to do what we do. Right. What, what would you like guests or maybe visitors as well of the exhibition to take away from this experience? Uh, so I think a couple of things, right? One is that, you know, if you're, if you're a fan of the show, then, mm. you know, it's really about stepping into the world, right? Yeah. It's, it's mm. stepping into set pieces. And, and um, you know, I think we've, we've recreated as closely as we can to what you would see mm. on screen. Yeah. So that's definitely something that, that we, we, we want fans to take away. I mean, I think, you know, there, there will be fans who are um, going there for the gram. They're, they're taking photos and, mm. <laughs> you know, whether it's photos with, with the Demogorgon or with Vecna. Yeah. Or the with exhibition it, is made for the gram. Exactly. It, it, is, it, is, yeah. it is made for the gram. I think Instagram should, like, sponsor us or something. Yes. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just one of those things, right? And then I think the last part is just, um, you know, we have collaborated with some very fabulous uh, local F&B players. Okay. Uh, with Papi's Tacos for, for Surfer Boy's Pizza as well as Burn Cones, um, you know, for, for the ice cream, for Scoops Ahoy. 
sort of... My daughter loved the ice cream, by the way. That was, that was very good. They do this retro. You remember which season was it where they set it in the mall? Is that three, two, I three? I think it's three, so, yeah. My daughter's saying three. So in series season three, they replicate this 80s mall, Dan. So you've got the 80s ice cream parlor, yeah. the 80s pizza. Yeah. It's, it's really cool, actually. It's nice. It's like the, with the little van, is it? Like yeah, yes, yes, oh, yes. Okay, okay, it's very good. I imagine that's very popular. Wow. Yeah, oh. it's, it's really popular. I want to talk to us a little bit about the ticket types that you guys offer there as well and uh, what's the difference because I noticed there's quite a number of different type of uh, bundle and ticket tickets yeah, that you offer right we actually we actually just pushed out um, um, new ticket bundles as well so I think obviously yeah. we're, we're always like getting feedback from 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 the crowd so we start yeah. off with just two two main ticket types right a normal entry and then a VIP entry okay right and then the VIP entry basically gives you like fast track when it's crowded you basically get like first dip to go in and then uh-huh. you also get a, a cap as well as a, a raglan t-shirt okay. so that was kind of what we started with right. but we've actually added two more new bundles one is the couple bundle that we realized that a lot of couples actually go in yeah. and they actually like the experience because it's, it's kind of of nice they, they get to take some nice couple of shots yeah and then um they also usually go and get ice get some ice cream after that so we yeah don't mind. We just like kind of create a bundle that kind of you yeah. know makes yeah. it makes it makes it unique for them right so yeah. it, you know it kind of gives takes them through a journey and then at the end of the day they kind of ended off with an ice cream right yeah, yeah. um so that's that's one bu- new bundle that we have and okay. then the other one is uh the hawking's the gang bundle that's really just for hey man the more people that you bring there right, we feel that that's actually when you you enjoy um you know the encounter more m- the most so that's kind of what we're, we're doing uh, we, we basically have this new bundle that, that gives a bit of a discount for, for uh, groups larger than four to actually enjoy the encounter together. Fabulous. Mm. We're talking with Daryl Tan, who's the head of Meta at Mighty Jacks and the project lead of the excellent Stranger Things, The Encounter. If you're a Stranger Things fan on Netflix, send us any questions or queries to Daryl on 88550893. That's WhatsApp, 88550893. Daryl, you're right about the couples thing. I noticed it's a very couple thing to do because there were some spooky moments. It's very nice for that romantic bit where you can cling to each other <laughs> as you go from room to room. The but, trouble is I was with my daughter and <laughs> she didn't want to cling to me and I didn't particularly want to cling to her. But I could see why it was very good for, for couples. Yeah, I could see that. But more broadly, looking at it from a business perspective, why Singapore? As you've seen in the news recently, we've upset our neighbours with the Taylor Swift concerts and the... What's the other one that's coming here? Um, Coldplay. Coldplay. Thank yeah, you, Coldplay. Coldplay. Yeah. We are setting ourselves up in Southeast Asia to be the entertainment hub. Of course, we've got the football festival going on this weekend. And Stranger Things, it's another coup for Singapore. What is it about Singapore that makes it the ideal destination? I mean, I think at the end of the day, we, we do have a lot of tourists that, that come to Singapore as a hub, right? We do also have, um, you know, big events, like you mentioned, the concerts and everything. For us, actually, you know, the fact that we're, we're straddling all the way past September, we actually have the F1 crowd of international folks coming into to Singapore as well, folks from Southeast Asia. So mm. for us, I mean, I think that the, the, the tourism piece definitely is, is, a, is a big part about why we chose Singapore to be the inaugural stop for, for Strange Things Encounter. The other part of it, I guess, is, um, you know, like, so most of, we are, we are a Singapore-based company, Mighty Jacks. Um, so, you know, myself, uh, the rest of the team, uh, we, we, most of us are based in Singapore, right? So I actually, one part of it was, I think for the first um, encounter that we're doing, there's actually a lot of fine-tuning that needs to be done. Mm. So, you know, I, I think a, a little bit of that was the convenience factor of being, you know, in, in on-site for us to be actually, actually be able to do some of these uh, tweaks and fine tuning uh, mm-hmm. to make sure that this is the best show that you know that that fans can actually go for. No, Daryl, I noticed that you started your career as an investment and data analyst before becoming a venture investor in San Francisco, right? So, 
what's the jump? Like, why the jump into this space as well? So, I mean, like, talk to us maybe about your journey and how you ended up and where you're at now. For sure. So uh, I actually, I mean, me and my wife relocated back to Singapore probably about two, two and a half years ago. Yeah. Um, so prior to this, we spent, um, you know, for a better part of a decade um, in, in, in the U.S. Um, okay. And in, in the Bay Area, in San Francisco. You know, I, I think, um, you know, my, my journey back to Singapore was was, was pretty pretty interesting, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess. Um, so how I actually got um, got my, 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 my gig at, at, at Mighty Jacks actually was happenstance, right? So mm. one, of, one of my... Um, um, uh, kind of friends from from San Francisco. Yeah, uh, he he's actually an early investor into my Jacks. So, uh-huh. so that was kind of how I got the introduction to Jackson and the, the, the team. Okay. Um, and then I had some interesting ideas about how you know what what we could do with with the brand from from kind of where they were. Yeah. Um, and even even right at the start when I joined them, you know, about a rough le- slightly less than two years ago, right in twenty twenty one. The, the 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 brand was already very synonymous in the in the toy space, right? Like when you think about Mighty Jacks, you think about the the, the collectible side yeah. of things. But what was kind of unbeknownst to 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 most outsiders was that there was already a big foray into stuff like the blockchain, yeah, um, and, and stuff like that, right? But the the key thing for for Mighty Jacks was that we weren't jumping just on the bandwagon in yeah. terms of like, hey, let's just jump on the bandwagon because blockchain's cool, right? I think the big part of that is like understanding what is a collector's journey, mm. and you know, for for collectors on the physical side of things, like what you want to make sure is that when you buy something, whether it's a you know fifteen twenty dollar toy or it's a you know thousand dollar figurine, that's yeah. something that you want to yeah. make sure it's real, right? Yeah. So so one of the things that we did was that we made sure that that all 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 of these um, data is actually written into the blockchain, mm. and then I think that the second part of things. Which, which which we are unlocking as well is the fact that hey you know if, if a toy passes through the hands of New Humphrey for example someone yeah. fam- someone famous right or it Dan, becomes yeah. valuable it becomes valuable exactly <laughs> yes. Neil gets a drift so, yeah, that's right so, yep. so that's kind of what we're doing as well right so you know the, the whole blockchain side of things helps to capture information that yeah. we think it's valuable for collectors yeah. wow. well Daryl I don't want to give you a big head but I will we've got comments coming in from as far away as Australia we've got Lynn listening on the Margaret River in Western Australia beautiful place the Margaret River and she says great guests this morning I'm tempted to come back to Singapore to go to the exhibitions how about that we're bringing in people for you from Australia that's awesome it is awesome so let's get back to the festival briefly so it's uh, exhibition sorry it's ongoing until the 1st of October that's correct Mm. a a boogies plus and when I went there Daryl I noticed a very interesting demographic you know young people the Graham generation if you like were queuing up around the block so you're getting those guys in what demographic are you seeing visit uh, the Stranger Things encounter? I think we're we're seeing you know up up and down the spectrum, right? So we have more mature guests, we have younger guests. But you're right. I think Boogies Plus tends to be a bit more on the younger side of things. Um, you also have uh, you know I, I think it's it's kind of the mix of um, F and B, and then you have stores there that are actually or, or, or shops that are actually focused on tabletop gaming as well, which yeah. kind of is a nice fit for Stranger Things because of the whole Dungeons and Dragons angle and, yeah. and and Hellfire Club, which is kind of what season four was all about, right? Mm. So. Um, we do see that it's really the right demographics of of, of folks, um, but I think this is like 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 we mentioned at the start, right? This really isn't a show that's just for the young or for the more mature audience. It's actually really for the whole spectrum. We do see um, families coming in as well. Um, we do see tourists coming in. So and and I think what's nice also is that we do see local uh, Singaporeans coming in as well and 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 having a good time, right? So right. I think it's really just for fans, um, you know, to 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 really geek out. Well, I'm quite curious because Stranger Things is a little bit of that Halloween kind of theme 
vibe to it, right? So why is it? Why is this happening from Ju- July to October? Why not Halloween period? Then <laughs> it's a really good question. Um, that is a really good question, actually. <laughs> uh, so, so if, if, if in an ideal world, we would definitely have this, you know, stretch till Halloween and yeah. beyond, right? Yeah. Um, I, I think uh, part of this is uh, space in Singapore is really hard to find. It <laughs> is. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and, At an um, affordable price. Yeah. Yes. And and in particular, I, I guess um, in, in this case, uh, we we managed to kind of get sneak into to this Bugisla space. Okay. Um, before it's actually transforming to a, to another space, right? I can't comment too much about that because yeah. it's not my capital land. Uh, friends might 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 um might might take me out. So, <laughs> um, but but that's one of the constraints that we have in terms of you know why we had to uh, end it by the first of October. But yeah, you know, I think this is something that uh, that you know Halloween actually starts a little bit earlier. So I guess like mm-hmm. you, know, yeah. you start celebrate, celebrating Halloween, I guess the pumpkin spice latte comes yeah. out mid of September. So yeah. hopefully there are still people who will catch kind of the tail end of the show. Um, you know, in in the end September time frame and, and come in and enjoy uh, Stranger Things the Encounter. Well, it's a great wow. exhibition, Stranger Things the Encounter Singapore. It's on now at Boogies Plus Level Two. As Daryl says, it's good for the whole family. Daryl, all generations will enjoy it. Daryl, yeah. thank you very, very much for coming in today. Absolute pleasure. No, thanks, Neil. Thanks, Dan. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O. Audio at the App Store and Google Play.